You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. The reason we leave is to worship Him. We're not even living for ourselves, we're living for Him. Isn't that wonderful? The greatest fulfillment comes when you worship him and you live for him. Other than that, life can be miserable. Life can be empty. Life can be totally bankrupt without him at the center. Glory to God. Father, we bless you this morning. What an honor and a privilege to be in your presence. And Lord, I ask as we go into your word this morning, let your word come with clarity, simplicity, precision, and power. Let there be transformation in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. We've been talking about wisdom for the times. How many people are getting wiser and wiser and wiser? Glory to God. Yes. So we're going to take it from a different direction this morning. But let's go to our text, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 10. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 10. And um, that's where we have been dwelling on. Yes. To the intent that the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places. To the intent that the manifold wisdom of God. And we said that the wisdom of God has many shades, varied expressions. Many-sided manifestations of God's wisdom. And we've made it very clear, established by Scripture, how significant wisdom is, especially when it comes to bringing forth stuff. The whole earth came out of God's wisdom. The universe came out of God's wisdom. No wonder when you look at this precision, you look at the accuracy and you see how the universe is ordered and you see how um, the planets, the orbits, they continue and their orbits, no mistake. You see the distance between the earth and the sun and you see all these things and somebody said it's some random massive explosion that gave birth to this. I have never heard such foolishness before. Hallelujah. Randomly intelligent chaos came together and formed the universe. Come on, guys. Tell your neighbor, I'm sure you're wiser than that. You don't believe that crap, right? <laughs> Amen. But all in the name of education, they're bringing unbelief and feeding it into our children, into into our education system. Why? Because they don't want to give honor to God. 
because they don't want to acknowledge God. It is the wisdom of God that put everything in place. I mean, just look at your body. Look at your body and you can tell that there is some wisdom that was involved in putting your body together. Hallelujah. Yes. No wonder the psalmist says, I, am, I was fearfully and wonderfully made. Hallelujah. So you were, you were intricately formed in your mother's womb by the wisdom of God. So, so there are many expressions, there are many manifestations of the wisdom of God. All right? So even the, even the church itself, the church itself, the body of Christ, is an expression of the wisdom of God. Because the church was kept in secret for, um, for thousands of years in the heart of God. God didn't say that there's going to be a church. Did you notice that? When you read the, the Old Testament, it, wasn't this, it doesn't talk about the church. And then Jesus comes on the scene. Jesus comes on the scene and he is the wisdom of God personified. Walking the dusty roads of Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, Galilee, Capernaum and all, all of that. That was wisdom and motion. Hallelujah. And then he made a statement. He says in um, Matthew chapter 16, he says, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. All right. So that was when he first made the statement about building his church. Prior to that, it was still a secret. It was still a mystery in the heart of God. It was still a wisdom that was yet to manifest. You see, it was still a wisdom that was yet to manifest. And I know the word church is from the word ecclesia, which is a Greek word for uh, called out ones, right? But I want you to know that even then, the angels didn't understand this. The enemy didn't understand this. Even the disciples that he spoke to didn't fully understand it. Until on the day of Pentecost when the church was inaugurated. Hallelujah. You remember that when, when, when Adam was made, if you remember Adam was made God put him to sleep and from his side he brought, he took a rib and he made the woman. Okay? So God was going to also prepare a bride for Jesus. So on the cross, his side was pierced. Hallelujah. Just like Adam's side was open, the side of Jesus was open on the cross. Come on. And there came out blood and water. What does that form? The church. Glory to God. And then in Acts chapter 2, that's when it was now inaugurated. 
and the church was born in power. Somebody say power. The church was born in power and the church is going to exit in power as well. Some people in their eschatology talk about how weak the church is going to be before Jesus comes. And you know, the church will be battered, beaten and all of that. I don't believe that. I know that the days ahead are days of glory, days of power, days of demonstration. Days of manifestation, manifestations of power, manifestations of the wisdom of God like never before. So, there are things that are yet to be revealed through you. There is a wisdom that is about to be revealed through you. Okay, so the church was a mystery. And so Paul helps us in the book of Ephesians. If you read the whole book of Ephesians, he majors on the mystery of the church. Yeah, so go study that book. You'll see that, I mean, the church was hidden until at the appointed time. And then now Jesus goes to heaven, but his body is on the earth. He's still on the earth through you and I. So we are now his hands and his feet. We are his mouthpiece. Hallelujah. So when he wants to touch someone, he will stir you up. As his hand to touch that person. When he wants to speak to someone, he will stir you up as his mouthpiece to speak to him. When he wants to visit someone, he will stir you up to go and visit that person. Hallelujah. When he wants to bless someone, he will stir you up to bless that person. It is Jesus working through you. It's Jesus working through you. And that's why you need to take the promptings of the Spirit. In, you need to take them seriously because one day he's going to say, I was naked and you fed me. And you say, when did we see you naked? Hallelujah. When you did it to his own. Amen. But what I want us to major on this, this morning is an aspect of wisdom that has to do with rulership. Do you understand? Yeah. So remember in Revelation 1.6, the Bible says that he has made us kings and priests unto God. Is that not so? So you have a kingly role and you have a priestly role. You have a kingly calling and you have a priestly calling. Whether you are male or female, he did not make you queens. He made you kings. Okay, because he made, he made you kings and priests. So you are a female king if you are female. If you are male, you are a male king. King is not about gender. It is an office. Tell someone it's an office. Okay, that's why we don't say pastoress. We say pastor. Why do we say that? Because it is an office. It's not about gender. You know, the world is confused about gender today. Gender madness is what I call it. 
And they have even dedicated a whole month to celebrate their confusion and madness. May God have mercy. Hallelujah. God is going to get his rainbow back. Come on, turn to someone and say, God is going to get his rainbow back. Yeah. He's going to get his rainbow back. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. So, but how is it going to happen? Through you and I, we have to start ruling. Okay, we have to start ruling. We have to start manifesting the wisdom of God. Turn with me to the book of Proverbs chapter 8. Proverbs chapter 8, we see here, remember, I introduced you to this at the beginning of this series. Here, it's talking about, this is the personification of wisdom. This is talking about wisdom, although it's referring to wisdom as a she. It says, does not wisdom cry out and understanding lift up her voice? She stands on the top of the high hill beside the way where the paths meet. She cries out by the gates at the entry of the city, at the entrance of the doors. To all, to you, O men, I call. And my voice is to the sons of men. And let's keep down to verse Let's, let's go to verse 12. It says, I wisdom dwell with prudence and find out knowledge and discretion. I like the way that King James puts it. It says, I wisdom dwell with prudence and find out witty inventions. Come on. Somebody say witty inventions. Yes. So wisdom is, that's where witty inventions come out of. Witty inventions come out of wisdom. I told you that wisdom gives birth. Wisdom is that, that female side of God that gives birth. Gives birth to things. Hmm? Yeah. So, then it says, The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogance and evil. And the evil way and the perverse mouth I hate. Now, look at what it says. This is wisdom talking. All right? Wisdom is talking. It says, counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. Come on. Now, verse 15. That's where we're going. Look at verse 15. It says, let's read it together. It's on the screen. One, two, three. By me, kings reign. And rulers decree justice. Hallelujah. By wisdom. Say, by wisdom I will rule. Yes. By wisdom you are going to rule in this last days. By wisdom you are going to rule and you will manifest your kingship by wisdom. There is a wisdom that is given to kings. There is a wisdom that is given for rulership. Hallelujah. There is a wisdom that is meant to manifest the, the dominion of God. And that's been given to you. So it says, by me, by me, 
kings. By me, kings reign. How many kings are in the house? Glory to God. So, so by wisdom, you are going to rule. It's not time for you to be dominated and be subjugated. No, it's time for you to rise up and begin to rule. But how is that going to happen? By wisdom. By wisdom. You need the wisdom to master that situation, that circumstance, that thing that has victimized you for so long. It's now time for the wisdom of God to manifest through you to help you to subdue that situation. Are you following me? Yeah. So wisdom, by wisdom you can excel, I'm telling you. By your wisdom you compel circumstances to bow to you. By wisdom you will compel situations to bow to you. By me kings reign. By wisdom. I want you to start seeing yourself different. Don't see yourself as a victim. No. Kings are never victims. Okay. Yeah. You are not at the mercy of any situation. You are not at the mercy of anybody. You might feel that way, but don't allow your feelings to define you. Okay? It's a big mistake for you to allow your feelings to define you. You are not your feelings. Say, I am not my feelings. And my feelings are not me. Yeah. So I don't know how you feel. Maybe you don't even feel like coming to church, but thank God you are here. Yeah, I know it's a winter morning. So when it's winter, people, you know, the blankets become more, more friendly. Then you have, they give, the blankets give you better feeling. But you got out of, you got out of the blankets. And you are here. Come on, give yourselves a hand. Come on. <laughs> Glory to God. So you are not your feelings. Don't allow the devil to mess with your feelings and try to use your feeling to define you. No, you rule. Okay? You rule over your feelings. Tell your body how to feel. Tell yourself how to feel. Tell your feelings how to feel. Come on. Tell your feelings, I'm in charge, not you. I'm your king. Tell your feelings, I am your king. Come on. Yes. I'm your king. You listen to me. You will behave yourself today. You will not mess my day up. Okay. And so don't wake up on Monday and say it's a blue Monday. No. You wake up on Monday and you determine what the day will be like. Yes. You take authority over it. Take authority over that situation. Come on. So it doesn't matter what the enemy is saying. It doesn't matter how the feeling goes. It doesn't matter what people are saying. 
It doesn't matter how people feel. Do you know that people's feelings have nothing to do with your destiny? Did you ever, did you ever know that? It's immaterial. It's immaterial. It is totally immaterial. So if they are excited about you, it's great. But it doesn't change anything. If they don't like you, it's fine. Who is missing out? Not you. It's them. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because when you don't honor something, you can't be blessed by that thing. It's impossible. You cannot be blessed by it. When Jesus was in, was in Nazareth, his hometown, that's the king of kings. Walking there. And these people looked at him and they commonized him. They dishonored him. They disdained him. Even his own family, his own brothers and his sisters didn't believe in him. They were mocking him. And the Bible says he could not do many mighty works there. He could not. Somebody say, oh my goodness. What a missed opportunity. He, Jesus is there. But they, he couldn't. Let's, let's, let's turn there. We'll come back here. Let's turn to Mark chapter 6. Look at that in Mark chapter 6. No? Verse 1, he says, He went out from there and came to his own country. And his disciples followed him. Thank God for the disciples who were always following. Why were they following? Because they believed. They believed. Okay, And when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, Where did this man get these things? And look at what it says. What wisdom is this which is given to him? Can you see that? So he was manifesting, there was a wisdom he was manifesting. Not just in what he was saying. Yes, what he was saying. He was saying words of wisdom. But he was also demonstrating acts of wisdom. So because they say, what wisdom is this? Look at the question. What wisdom is this which is given to him? That such mighty works are performed by his what? Hands. So the Wisdom is linked to the hands as well. You see, so it's not just the words that he's saying. Yeah, he was eloquent. He was a master teacher. He was, he was incredibly intelligent and all of that. But not only that, it was the works of his hands. And they linked it to wisdom. You see, they linked it to wisdom. I told you that the Hebrews understood wisdom. They understand this. Um, they understand wisdom more holistically than the Greeks. You know, to the Greeks, wisdom was just, 
was more of just an intellectual thing. But to the Hebrews, wisdom had to do with relationship. Wisdom is tied to God. It's linked to God. God is the source of wisdom. You see? So he says, look at such mighty works. There is wisdom for mighty works upon you. May this wisdom begin to manifest through you. The wisdom of kings causes you to do mighty works. You can do mighty works by the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. Let's believe God for that. Let's expect God to do mighty works through us. There is the wisdom of God. You have the wisdom to rule over every situation. You have the wisdom to rule over blindness. You have the wisdom to rule over deafness. You have the wisdom to rule over death. You have the wisdom. There is a wisdom, I'm telling you. And, the, and Jesus, Jesus was able to demonstrate that wisdom. So you see, it's beyond an intellectual thing. I'm telling you, this is a sign and a wonder. He's a wisdom. He says, what kind of wisdom is this? Look at what he has done. And they are shocked. They are amazed. They say, is this not the carpenter? Can you see? When you commonize the personification of wisdom, you miss out. So anybody that takes you for granted, you are not the one missing out. They are the ones missing out. So don't be stressed about it. Don't be offended. You, you are. When you, when you respond with offense to that, you are giving the enemy credit. And you don't want to give him any credit. In fact, he owes you. He's been stealing from you for so long. He is going to vomit sevenfold. Everything he has eaten from you. <laughs> Hallelujah. He will bring it out. My Lord, my God. And see, is this not a carpenter? The son of Mary. And the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon. And not his sisters here with us. So they were what? Offended at him. Can you see that? Mm. Don't to someone say, be careful how you get offended. Don't be offended at me. Or else I can't bless you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. You know? But then Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor, except in his own country, among his own relatives, and in his own house. Now he could do no mighty work there. Can you see that? So the wisdom, the works that the wisdom was supposed to produce there, could not manifest. I want you to notice what it says there. He could not not that he would not. He couldn't. That means he tried. He tried. Because these are his people. 
He loved them and he wanted to help them. Are you following me? He wanted to help them. And he went. But the father said no. This is again kingdom protocol. So the father blocked it. Jesus was attempting. But he could not. Say he could not. Even though he tried. But the father says no. They refuse to honor you. Even though you want to bless them. I say no. (laughs) Hallelujah. So don't get offended anyhow when people don't recognize the workings of God in you. It's okay. You You are losing nothing. Yeah, you're losing nothing. Yeah. For me, oh my goodness. I'm telling you, these things I'm sharing with you, they've helped me for many years. Helped me for many years. If you like, receive me. If you like, don't. It doesn't reduce me. Amen. Amen. So he could not. Except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. So there were just a few people that he could lay his hands on. But he couldn't do the mighty works that he used to do in other places. Where the whole, everybody will be healed. Can you imagine? There were works Jesus did that even the maimed were healed. In other words, the amputees. Their legs grew out. Their arms that were cut off. Mighty works. Say mighty mighty works. Yeah. He could not do mighty work there. So he healed headaches. He'll flew. <laughs> Laid his hands on a few people and rebuked fever. But he couldn't do the mighty works. Even though the wisdom for mighty works was there. The wisdom for mighty works was there, but the wisdom could not manifest. Is that not the reason why sometimes we don't see the power of God as we should in the church? Because we don't recognize the wisdom of God. Yes. Why do you think that evangelists go, they do crusades somewhere. Nobody knows them. Then miracles but then when he goes to his home country no mighty work say no mighty work I remember the late Reinhard Bonke oh my god what a passionate guy I was in one of his meetings I mean, his, the first meeting of his I attended, oh my goodness, I've never seen such a thing in my life. Power surge. 
electric from heaven. Mighty works. I saw mighty works. But guess what? When he goes to Germany, <laughs> the Germans will say, is this not Reinhard, the one that... We grew up together. We, in fact, no mighty work. Right there in this church in Germany, no mighty works. But when it goes out, mighty works. What do you think is going on? Hmm? Because right there in his, in, his, in his country, all the critics are there. Hmm? All the expert theologians who feel that. All the cessationists. They're there writing things, posting things, saying things. But when it comes to Africa, Africans, ah! Hallelujah! Glory to Jesus! And then, boom, mighty works start happening. But in, in Germany, no matter how hard he tries, the father blocks it. Say, if they can't receive you, if they cannot honor you, if they cannot recognize the honor I've placed on you, nothing will flow. So he will lay hands, I'm sure he will get some testimonies here and there. But no mighty works. No mighty works. Then everywhere he goes on the continent, you see mighty works. Raising the dead, cripple, blind eyes, creative miracles, like all kinds of happening. The same guy. And they say, oh, pastor is not anointed today. Hey. Hey. Hello? He will come back with testimony from Accra, from Ghana. You say, we went to Kumasi and the whole city shook. And then he said, we went to Lagos. The whole city shook. We went to Yaoundé. And the whole city shook. We had one million people give their lives to Christ. We had 10,000 people. Blind people healed. Sick people, this, that. And they said, hmm. We have heard that. Yeah, do it here. That thing that you did there, do it here. If God is with you, if what you are saying is true, manifest it. We're looking. No mighty work. No mighty work. How many people want to see mighty work? Hallelujah. Then you need to understand the principles. Yeah. And even you that is carrying the power, if you don't believe that you are carrying the power, no mighty work. Because you have dishonored God's gift in you. So God blocks it. Say, no, I don't want to be special. I'm just a normal person. 
Good for you. False humility. And when you step in some places and some people just believe, they just see and bah, things happen. Ah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I have seen a few mighty ones, but all of them, this principle <laughs> that I'm sharing with you came into play. Remember the first time I came to Joburg, I was, this was in the late 90s. And uh, I ministered at a church in Joburg. And the Lord said to me, I was having a series of meetings, special prayer meeting and all of that. And the Lord told me, it's a night, Next night, make sure you tell them to bring handkerchiefs, bring um, clothing that they can take to the sick. He said to me, pray over it. I'm going to anoint it. So I told them, this is what the Lord said. So tomorrow, Bring handkerchief, bring a piece of cloth. I said, don't bring wood. Bring cloth. And they brought it. So on hard time, prayed, prayed. And then there was a heap of clothes. And I just, I prayed over that. And after that, I gave them instructions. What to do. What to tell the sick when they take it there. I said, take this to the sick wherever. Wherever. And I said to them, they will be healed. And there were mighty works that happened through that. Hmm. Emmanuel, you were in that meeting. Come, come and tell them. <laughs> come, 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 come. Yeah. You were in that meeting. Yes. I'm not making stories. <laughs> no. These are no stories for, for, for real. Um, so the, we took the pieces of clothes which we had and uh, which had been prayed over. The one testimony which shook a lot of us was there was a friend of ours whose sister was in Harare. She was sick, terminally sick. And she had been told the reverends have come to say their last prayers and they, she had been discharged from hospital to go and die. And um, so she was at home and one of her sisters, her sister was with us. She took a piece of cloth. She couldn't even go to Harare with a piece of cloth. Send a friend went by the buses, sent a friend who happened to be in the meeting. So the friend went with the piece of cloth, the, the handkerchief. And the handkerchief, um, she, he didn't even know the sister, didn't even know the sister. 
and says, I've been sent with this handkerchief to pray for you. And uh, he says, I laid the handkerchief on your fo forehead, said my prayer, and I left. So um, days later, we got information that that sister who was terminally sick, who was who the priest had come to say their last rites, is still alive. She is well. She got back to her job. She's still alive. She's in the UK. People who had thought that she was going to die before, they died. Other people died. <laughs> and she's still alive. She's still working as a nurse in the UK. All because of the power of the handkerchief. Power in the handkerchief. Hallelujah. Amen. So when I tell you these things, believe me. Yeah. The other day I was in uh, Nordvik by spa. And one brother just stopped me. And he, he saw me, he just screamed, Pastor Eric. And I looked at him, I don't know him. He says, you don't know me? Can't you recognize me? I said, no. He said, I was in that meeting. I took this jersey and I went to lay it on this person. And the woman got healed. I've been telling people about you. I didn't know I could see you today. Oh my God. This guy is shouting and people are just looking at me. And I don't even know how to respond. Hallelujah. But you see, when people take the word of God, they believe the word of God, and they act upon the word of God, things happen. Things happen. We have seen blind eyes open, just like that. Simple. But you see, when you start commonizing what God has put in your life, it cannot work. When you allow your feelings to lie to you, it will not work. There's power in you. Amen. Amen. There's wisdom for great works. Wisdom for great works. Wisdom to rule. You should rule that situation. Speak to it. He says, by me, kings decree. Let's go back there. Come on, look at that. Oh, Makatoste. Embados kineme nosto. You see, by me, kings reign and rulers decree what? Justice. So anything that is unjust, you can decree. Hallelujah. You decree justice. Replace injustice with justice. Yeah. Don't allow injustice to thrive around you. Don't. You're a king. 
kings rule and they establish justice. There is a wisdom for rulership. And I pray the Lord will activate that in your life today. Hallelujah. Look at it. It says, by me, princes rule. And nobles. And all the judges of the earth. Even those who don't know God. God has given them a degree of wisdom. Judges. Sometimes you sit down, you're listening to cases, and you are watching, and you are like, I'll see, this is too complex. Is it, we'll see how this judge will handle this. And you will just hear some wisdom will flow out of the mouth of judges. I say, well, how? <laughs> That's why for me, I don't get confused. Amen. Gone are the days of my confusion. Because now that I have the wisdom of God, I refuse to be confused. It's a choice. I refuse to allow myself to be confused. Hallelujah. If it's not clear, I'll just relax, chill. Wait, wait, wait. Say, Holy Spirit, what are you saying about this? And he always speaks. He always speaks. Don't be confused. Stop it. Amen? Because confusion is a curse. I saw it in Deuteronomy 28. Go read one of the curses that is confusion. So from now on, I forbid confusion. From settling in your life. In the name of Jesus. Tell yourself. I refuse. To be confused. I have the wisdom of God. There's no confusion. In the wisdom of God. Confusion. Is not my portion. If the whole world is confused. Should that mean you should be confused too? be confused. That's why some people are confused about who they are. They're not sure whether they're coming or going. Hmm? They don't know whether they are male or female. If they, they bring them to church, let us deliver them. Release the wisdom of God and they will be free from that mess. me to accept confusion. I refuse. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes. By me, princes rule and nobles. So you are a prince before God. You are a king before God. You rule by wisdom. So you walk out of this place a thousand times wiser than when you came in. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Use that wisdom to turn that business around. Are you hearing me? 
Use that wisdom to turn that business around. Turn things around. You have the wisdom of God. There's no situation that come out with the wisdom of God. It's not. So it should get to a point that the government will now start coming to the church and saying, we have this position. We notice that you have too many wise people. Can you recommend somebody for this office? Let's believe God for that. Yeah. If it happened in the days of Daniel, how much more now when Jesus has come and now he's living inside you? Hmm? 1 John 2.20 says you have received an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. <laughs> what are you going to do with that scripture? It says you know all things. Oh, people will say I know it all. They make fun of me. But God says, you have an anointing and you know all things. Now, does it mean you shouldn't learn? No, you can learn. But what he says is that you have access to the one that knows all things. Do you get my point? Yeah. Look at it there. You have an anointing from the Holy One. Say, I know all things. Because I have an anointing. I have a wisdom. Hallelujah. I have the wisdom of God. So even when you don't know something, it's your mind that doesn't know. Okay? It's your mind that doesn't know. Your spirit knows. So what do you do? Let the spirit. Take over. Just step aside. And then you draw from the Spirit. And I say, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is where we're going to go. This is the direction. This is what we're going to do. Start doing that. And you see things turning around in your life. Amen? Don't be stranded and say, oh, well, I don't know. You have not studied this. The one that knows it is inside you. The omniscient one. The all-knowing one is inside me. Come on, hit your chest. Say the all-knowing one is inside me. Therefore, I have access to all knowledge. I have access to all wisdom. I have access to all understanding. I have the wisdom of God. And I understand. I have the capacity to understand every concept. There's nothing complicated for me. There's nothing too complicated for me. I have the wisdom of God. I'm a king in God's kingdom. 
and I have the wisdom to rule. I have the wisdom to dominate. I have the wisdom to do great works. I have the wisdom to do mighty works. I will do mighty works. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's stand up on our feet. My Lord and my God. We thank you, Father. We bless you this morning. Lord, we give you glory. We give you praise. Come on. Begin to talk to him. Tell him, Lord, receive the wisdom. Just start thanking him. Start thanking him. Yes. Thank him for the wisdom that is been released over your life. My God, my God. There's nothing too hard for me to understand. There's nothing too complex for me to wrap my mind around. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I am a thousand times wiser than when I woke up this morning. In the name of Jesus, I enter into that dimension of wisdom. I enter into the wisdom for great works. I enter into the wisdom for rulership. I enter into the wisdom for dominion. I enter into mastery. Yes, in the name of Jesus. By the wisdom of God, I will master my situation. I will master my circumstances. By the wisdom of God, my Lord and my God. We thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. Oh, yes, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise, glory, and honor. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to pray for those who want to give their lives to Jesus. If you raise your hand, anybody, you want to, you want to surrender to Jesus, you want to get born again, maybe you you used to be, maybe you drifted back and you won't say, I want to make a fresh start now. All you want to do for the first time, raise your hand, let me see, and I'll pray for you. Anybody in the house? All right, I see those hands. God bless you. Yes, and also those of you online, just, just pray this after me. You want to give your life to Jesus. This is the wisdom of God. The wisest thing you can do is to give your life to Jesus. I'm telling you. Yes, so say this after me. Say, dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth, he is Lord. He is my Savior. Jesus, cleanse me. Forgive me. I open my heart to you. Come into my heart. Make me a brand new person. Give me a heart that loves what you love and hates what you hate. Jesus, I believe in you. Thank you, Jesus. I receive you by faith right now. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for your people. Even as they have prayed this prayer, I ask that your kingdom will come, manifest in their lives in the name of Jesus. I declare the reality of the new creation in their lives from this very moment. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now, if you pray this prayer, I want you to write us on our, our details on the screen. Get in touch with us. We want to be in touch with you so we can tell you the next steps that you need to take. And those of you who are here, who have given, um, 
who prayed that prayer, also uh, there's somebody at the end of the service that will attend to you. Amen. Family, God bless you real good. Go and rule by wisdom. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.